What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is going to be episode number 80. And my guests for this episode are Alex Figueroa and Mark Wheeler. Guys, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having us, Mike. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, let's get, I can't wait to talk some football with you guys. It's going to be fun. It will let's, be. Let's we'll get be. it going. Come on. Let's do it. Let's get it going. All right. We had the, the excuse me, the Deshaun Watson situation. We have Derek Carr and Raiders agree to three-year, $121.5 million contract extension. The Kyler Murray situation, the Cam Newton situation, the Washington Commanders situation, the Baker Mayfield situation. Ohio State honors Dwayne Haskins at spring college football game. Sammy Watkins to the Packers. Stephon Gilmore to the Colts. XFL partners with NFL to scout and train possible players for the XFL season in 2023. And Dean Blandino comes back to XFL as DP of officiating and the NFL free agency situation. All right. Now let's get into the Sean Watson situation. All right, guys, what do you think? Um, I think what they're doing in Cleveland is rough, you know, for Baker, um, the way they handled the situation, telling him that he's their guy, that they're going to give him the shot and then go behind his back inside the Sean kind of looks bad on their end. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, it doesn't seem like their loyalty is there, but I mean, it's real unfortunate for Baker, but I think Deshaun Watson is a really good quarterback. Yeah, for um, sure. For sure. Good to hear that he's innocent, I guess, in some, some manner or in you know the eyes of the court. So excited to see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now, um, what's it called? I think the accusers have, um, yeah, the plaintiffs have now filed uh, the Texans for a subpoena related to, uh, what's it called? So are they saying that they were wrong with the judgment? No, it just said, it just says they've, the plaintiffs have filed a subpoena protect i mean there's an article by madison williams saying if the article is titled deshaun watson plaintiffs subpoena texans for correspondence payments uh dash report so well, I, think what, I, read a, I think i read a report that actually like no one from the nfl came to speak with the, the accusers really like, yeah they were saying that the investigation was a little bit shoddy that they never met with you know, with the accusers and they never got their side of the story or went to find evidence on their behalf or something like that. If I heard where, correctly. where was it? Uh, uh, I don't know if it was an ESPN thing. Um, I can look it up and see. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about Deshaun being the new quarterback of the Browns? I mean, it's good. It's a good move for the Browns. I mean, they have a great quarterback who's uh, absolutely has a great history of just dominating in the NFL. Absolutely tore up the league when he was playing with the Texans. I mean, it's a good move on that front, that front for sure. It's a great, uh, it's great that the Browns have a solid quarterback. Yeah, so the Washington Post reported Browns did not contact Deshaun Watson. So it was the Browns, not the NFL. The okay, Browns okay, did not okay. contact Deshaun Watson's 22 accusers during their investigation, attorney says. That was okay. on March 20th. Okay, um, okay, okay. So basically, the Browns didn't really vet the accusers to see their side of the story for Deshaun. So that's kind of unfortunate for them. Um, just doesn't doesn't seem right considering how like public publicly wise Baker's been this whole time with uh with the Browns being so professional you know yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark, what do you think uh, so far? Yeah, I, I would agree with Alex. Um, I think it's a risky move for the Browns on, on a lot of different fronts financially. Um, they're guaranteeing a lot of money to this guy to come play for them for the next few years. And he hasn't even touched an NFL field in over 365 days. <laughs> so it's risky on that front. Uh, as well as it's, I feel like Baker was a strong leader for them. Um, you know, he might not have been the best quarterback, but he was everything that you could have asked for in the locker room and off the field within the community as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you go from having a role model, stand up guy being your QB to um, a little bit more of a shady figure. So it's, it, it's also risky on that front. Um, but I think it puts a lot of pressure on the, the teams within their division as well. I mean, the Browns probably are one of the most complete rosters in the NFL. So now I, I yeah. do agree with you guys with him. It gives him the next step. It puts pressure on the Ravens and the, the Bengals to go get a deal done with Lamar Jackson yeah. and, and Joe Burrow. So it, it's definitely um, a risky move and, and it could pay off or it could bust. And I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah, that's a good point, though, with uh, Deshaun yeah. not being on the field for so long. Like, yeah. he has yet to really prove himself in any way. On the, like, I mean, he's a great quarterback, don't get me wrong, you know, but mm -hmm. he hasn't had a good team around him. So maybe with the Browns, he does change it. But then again, you know, he's not like Burrow, who just took, you know, the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. I don't think yeah, that so. Deshaun's really a, a, a proven winner when it matters yet. I think mm -hmm. that, um, you know, he had some good seasons with the Texans and a lot of his stats came in garbage time, though. <laughs> and yeah. they got wins against wor worse teams. So uh, I'm definitely interested to see how it'll play out. Yeah, me too. I think... I think it's great for the Browns. Uh, I think that it's, it's totally great for the Browns. They get a, they get a solid quarterback and yeah, I can't wait to see how that all plays out. So I think there'll be a, a good contender this coming year. Yes, so, for sure. For sure. I mean, sure. that also depends if he gets suspended or not, because they're still up in the air about that. So if he misses half the season, who knows if they'll have, a winning record by the time he gets back. So within two years, I, I would say. Yeah, I saw, I saw the good news on that front, at least, is that none of his accusers are going to go to trial during this season. So it sounds like I feel like if he'll get suspended, it'll be next year. Um, mm -hmm. Plus, plus I think the contract stipulations, the way that the Browns set up his contract, I don't think he's getting paid much this year. Um, I think a lot of it was up front with the signing bonus. And then next year is when a lot of it really kicks in in the cap space. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, if, if, if I'm the NFL, why do I suspend him this year when he's making $5 million, you know, or whatever odd amount of money it is. Um, and none of his accusers are going to go to trial or why wouldn't I wait to see what happens with that and suspend him when it's really hit, hits his bank account and it makes him hurt. So yeah. it'll be interesting. So yeah. what do we, what happens to Baker? Like this, do you think they got? Do you think they trade him? You think he stays? I mean, I mean, based on what's been going on with the Browns, I mean, I you could, it would be definitely legitimate for Baker Mayfield to go somewhere else. So, based yeah. on what? Yeah, definitely. I, I agree, Mike. I think that um, they'll wait and see, make sure that Deshaun's not going to get suspended, and and then they'll ship um, Baker off. I heard that the latest news is that the Panthers are interested in them. Um, so yeah, that'll yeah. be an interesting development. We'll have to see what goes on there. I know Baker um, said he's basically willing to play anywhere in, in a podcast uh, last week. So yeah, I think yeah. he's just ready to move on. Yeah. That's, I think he's ready to move on as well. So, yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys have anything else on the Deshaun Watson situation? No, just hope, hopefully he comes back as a, you know, same caliber quarterback. For and sure, man. For sure. Mark? Biggs Cleveland somewhere. Yep. I did a, I just, um, a second what Alex just said. All right. Cool. All right. Now let's go to, 
Derek Carr and Raiders agreed a three-year, $121.5 million uh, contract extension. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Because it, the contract wasn't as big as it's being reported. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I think he's getting overpaid, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I don't think he's a – I think he's a winning quarterback, but I don't think he has enough in him or a team around him to really go to where, you know, they they expect him to be, you know. And with Devontae Adams, who knows if, you know, this year will be different when he has, like, a real weapon with Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs in them. Um, I say – so, yeah, I'm, I'm really going to judge him this year because he has all the weapons now. So, if he can't make anything with it, then – it's clear that he was overpaid because I don't think he's a like an elite quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. I have to disagree on that, but this I I like I really like him as a quarterback. I, I disagree with him with you on that. So yeah. Do you think he's in the like realm of like the Rodgers and you know the Brady's of the NFL? He's around that tier. Okay. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think that, in my opinion, it's still up in the air where he is. I think he's not a bad quarterback by any means. Uh, I, I think what he did last year was very impressive, um, and it's like kind of telling of who he is as a leader, at least. So I, I think that there's not many QBs in the league that are a better leader um, and a better teammate than Derek Carr. I'm not sure exactly where he would rank in the skills. Um, but I, I think that it's his contract is kind of on par with what we've been seeing in the NFL over the past two to three off seasons um, with teams paying their QBs. I mean, even ever since that Kirk Cousins contract, it's really just been an exuberant amount of money he's going to, towards yeah. quarterbacks. And it's, and it makes sense. I mean, they got, they went out and got Carr's teammate long-term come play wide receiver for him and Adams and, and yeah, now yeah. he's and he's going to be here. And and I heard Carr say that the way that they structured the contract, it's, um, it was to ensure that that those guys like um, Darren Waller and Devontae Adams could continue to be there, and and that he wasn't hogging too much of it. So, um, we'll see. I, I think that I agree with you, Alex. I think that this is his year. There's no more excuses. If I mean, besides the fact that they play in the hardest division. <laughs> yeah, that is no, a rough division. Yeah, there's no other excuses, though, other than that. This is probably the best Raiders team that we've seen be put on the field yet. Yeah, I mean, I do think Derek Carr is a great leader. You know, he takes command of the locker room. You know, he's a very poised quarterback, you know, especially when it comes into crunch time. But, you know, I just haven't seen it um, – Paper. I mean, like he's touchdown ratio intercept is probably really good. Um, I can look that up and see just to make sure. But in, in terms of, like you said, Kirk Cousins getting paid, so they're protecting the quarterback or they want to lock in their quarterbacks for the long term. You know, it's it's not surprising to see a forty million dollar contract get thrown at a, in my opinion, a you know average you know top fifteen quarterback in the NFL. Um, but then just you know, if I don't know how the cap works in the NFL necessarily, but if they're able to pay players that much for every position, not every position, but, you know, have that much money to throw around, you know, I would think that, you know, more players that are more vital, like vital to the team would, you know, I mean, the quarterback's number one position in the NFL, but, you know, there's other pieces, yeah, yeah. That, you know, get involved into the offense or into the defense that'll really change the atmosphere of the, of the team or like the culture of the team, you know, and I mean, Derek Carr is, a, you know, like you said, a great leader, but I think, you know, there's other things that, or other quarterbacks who go there and, you know, probably put up the same numbers he does because especially with the talent he has now. So I, I guess this year um, yeah. is a good judging, judging point for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Also, uh, the, car, the contract includes 7.5 million signing bonus, 65 to – 165,277,519 guaranteed an average annual salary of 40 million, uh, 40.5 million. So, yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I think it's going to be a great uh, – I think it's going to be pretty good on that front for the Raiders. So, yeah. Uh, guys, Mark, uh, Alex, anything else on this contract? On Derek Carr? On the um... – No, but nothing for me. All right, cool. Alex, no? No, I think I'm – yeah. All right. Cool, cool. All right. Now let's go to the Kyler Murray situation. What do you what do you guys think? I think that Kyler is a prima donna. I don't know what to believe. I th- I think every other week he's come this out and goes against his words. He comes out and deletes everything on his Instagram and then goes and has some talks with some leaders on the team and some other NFL leaders, releases a statement apologizing, saying that's not him. And now we hear reports that he's not going to touch the field if he doesn't get a new contract before this season. I just feel like that 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 makes what the statement he released, what he says about wanting to be in Arizona, just like a facade almost. I feel like people are going to have trouble buying into his authenticity no matter where he goes or what kind of contract he thinks he's worth getting. Um, I just I think that there's a way that players should go about their business in the NFL um and, and in order to get what they're worth and to maximize their worth and i feel like what he's doing is kind of counteractive to that even if that's what he's trying to do in the first place yeah didn't he unfollow the cardinals or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean if you want to get paid man you know you gotta you gotta be mature about things you know and take things like don't because you're such a public image any move you make, you're being watched and everything is being like, you know, um, under a micro uh, a lens, you know what I'm saying? So like when you do that, people are going to put into context that, yo, you want out, you know, you don't want to be there. You're not happy with the Arizona Cardinals. And so then you go back on your words saying like, oh, you know, I want to be here. And it just, like you said, it just takes away from the authenticity of himself, you know, and can he be trusted? You know, is he just chasing the money? Does he not want to prove himself on the field and then get the payday? You know, because I mean, the Cardinals have been pretty bad the past couple of years, you know, being in a tough division as well. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He, he, I mean, I feel like he does deserve the money, but if he's not happy in Arizona, you know, who does he have around him to really, because everyone who who's their top receiver right now? Yeah, Hopkins who's like always you know, dealing with some lingering issue, you know, on the field, and you know, it's just I don't know where can you really take them at the end of the day? Because they start off really well, and then towards the end of the season they start to plummet, and it's it's like a trending thing for them. So it's in, it should be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. But Kyler Murray definitely deserves an extension. Like, absolutely deserves an extension for sure. So I think it'd be ridiculous to not give ridiculous to not give him one for sure, because he does, he does deserve the extension with all that he's done for the Cardinals. I think he deserves one. So, yeah. Guys, do you have anything else? How much are they willing to pay him? Do you know? Or were they, what is he looking for? Like just a max contract? Uh, he probably, he definitely should get a big contract for sure. We can yeah, check. Sure. Yeah. So while he's only scheduled to earn five and a half million in 2022, for being yeah. his kind of caliber player, I mean, that's still his rookie contract, correct? I think yes. so. We could, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they renegotiated the contract, he would be paid more next season. Is that? Yes. Mm. Yes. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out too. Yeah, and they went and re-signed Zach Ertz in the offseason too, and and they gave AJ Green another season. So. Oh yeah, they sure did that. sign him. I'm sure that they um, – I'm sure that they're not done there. They'll probably try and go at another receiver since uh, Kirk left. But yeah. I feel like I feel like 
they've got some good weapons when they're healthy, and I feel like they've just had trouble the past two seasons falling apart at the end of the season. They started both seasons off very hot. They just got to continue and keep it going and roll it into the postseason and make a run, and, and I think that they're a pretty, pretty solid team. I just feel like they ask him to do a lot, you know, in terms yeah. of running the offense and making things out of nothing, kind of like a Patrick Mahomes-esque kind of, but I don't think he's as dynamic. I mean, he's dynamic, don't get me wrong. He's a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. in terms of getting the job done and, you know, at the back end of the season, it's he's kind of slacking on that end, you know, and I think he just needs to find himself. Hey, hey guys, I think, wait. Uh, we forgot to talk about – we forgot to put Debo Samuel in there. Mm. Okay. Um, let's put him uh, – we literally – oh, my God. It's all right. You can let's, always get to it. Let's put him – let's put him after Kyler. We can talk about him after Kyler Murray. Sounds good. Uh, all right, guys, I forgot to add that. My apologies. Uh, all right, thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about Debo Samuel after uh, Kyler Murray then. All right, uh, back to uh, yeah, let's go back to Kyler Murray. Mm. Um, I don't got much else to say about it, to be honest with you. All right, all right. He just needs uh, to grow up and figure out what he wants. And if he really wants to be with the Cardinals, you know, negotiate with them in a, in a way that makes sense for them, too, you know. That obviously want to get paid because you're a great quarterback, but definitely you know, asking for too much. Have you really proven it yet, you know? Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, guys, do you have anything else on this uh, on Kyler Murray, the Kyler Murray situation? No, I'm all good. Thanks, Mike. Same You're here. welcome. You're welcome. All right, cool. Now let's go to the Debo Samuel situation. What do you guys think? Does he want out of San Francisco as well? Uh, Does he want a new contract? He wants a new contract. I mean, that man deserves yeah. thirty and he, million dollars for what he does for the 49ers in my yeah, opinion. That guy deserves a massive extension. Yeah. Um, he 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 is an amazing player. He does everything for them. Literally uh, everything. So Jimmy G like looked like a Tom Brady out there with him, you know, next to him. So <laughs> I mean, he's he's a great talent. You know, he deserves Everything he's asking for, in my opinion, because he does so much for that team. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's all I can really say. So I think pay the man. He deserves the money. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Also, um, there's some really unfortunate news. Uh, so, like, there's um, also uh, Debo Samuel has been receiving death threats and racist messages, and that's just really not okay. And it's really sad that he's been getting that. From 49er fans? Uh, I know, I know he's been getting them. Um, it says in an article by Kyle Matson, the article is titled Debo Samuel says he's receiving death threats, racist messages. And it said Debo Samuel on Friday went on Instagram live and told viewers he was receiving racist messages and death threats in his direct messages on social media. While Samuel expressed calm over the situation, it's still unacceptable that this happens to a human being over a contract negotiation. Yeah, no one, no yeah. one obviously deserves that. Um, yeah, for sure, man. I agree. It takes too. everything too far, and yeah, yeah, it's just not, it's not. I don't know. It's not it's not, not that serious. Like you don't need to. Nothing ever is that serious, but you know. Yeah. Calm down. It's just football, you know. Yeah. We don't want. Um, yeah, hate has no place in the game of football. It has no place anywhere, and it's really sad that that continues to happen today. Mm -hmm. Mm 
Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Again, hopefully, hopefully he gets a massive contract and he absolutely deserves one. Massive contract extension. Uh, Pay them in. Yeah, for sure. Pay them in. Yeah. Mark, Alex, do you have anything anything else on the Debo Samuel situation? Pay them in. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys are all good on uh, with uh, Debo Samuel situation. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Now let's go to the Cam Newton situation. What do you guys think? Washed up. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's done. He's done. I don't know what else is he what he he had his chance in New England sure it was short it wasn't a real chance but what, what do we call what happened in Carolina they went and paid him like triple what he was worth and he still didn't do anything so I think he's a good guy I think he's um, a good teammate but I think he's maybe a, a backup QB at this point in his career um, someone that you kind of have around to maybe mentor your younger QBs he's a former MVP former Super Bowl um, player so you know he's, he's still a great guy still a stud but i think he's past his prime yeah i think yeah. i agree 100 i think he's yeah. could be a very good backup somewhere you know beyond that leadership role um because he's an amazing person you know i've seen him you know speak on his career and things like that and you know you could tell he really reflected on everything he's done and i think he just be in that backup role and teach a, a player like Justin Fields or you know someone like that's kind of like the ropes of the game and you know show them in the ins and outs of the NFL but yeah as far as skill level no no wait nowhere near the field anymore sorry (laughs) he had his get his time in New England tried it again in Carolina which was pretty electric when he came back because he had those two rushing touchdowns for like uh the game winner um, I don't know what week it was when he signed back, but I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Exactly. Um, yeah, that, Wait. Was, that was a fun time. Yeah. I still think, I mean, what do you guys think of what he said earlier this week? Uh, Read it to me. What do you say? Do you know? Um, what's it called? He said something about wanting a good woman that mark right um i think i remember seeing something about that let me go look up what he said yeah because he didn't really say anything bad it was, wasn't anything bad so oh yeah nbc sports called it sexist what he yeah. said i think he said something along the lines of like i want naisha curry not a Iggy Azalea. Yeah. <laughs> to put it nicely. Yeah. Yeah, but Cam Newton didn't really, he didn't say anything wrong. Like, I, I got one here. He says, A woman for me is handling your own and knowing how to cater to a man's needs. Right. And I think a lot of yeah, times yeah, yeah, that yeah. aesthetic of like, I'm a boss, I'm a this, I'm a that. Like, no, baby, but you can't cook. You don't know how to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Mm. That's a yeah. little uh that's a little bit interesting. Yeah, it is. I think if you like sound bite it out of context, it's definitely it doesn't yeah. it doesn't sound great. But the point I don't think he was great at articulating the point he was trying to make, but he was trying to make the point that he wants a partner that's going to make him a better version of himself. And absolutely. Um, and, and I think that's, that's what we should all strive for. We don't, you know, want to be with somebody that doesn't make me a better partner, but I think he did, you know, he may, he, he could have chose some better words to come off that way. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at it in ter- out of context and you're just reading the, the bite, it does sound a little like, okay, it's a little, you know, doesn't sound like you're getting your point across correctly because from what I'm seeing from other articles too, it's like when you watch the whole clip, you know, you get to see that he's not just calling out 
you know, women being thinking that they're all this and all that, but they don't have the basic fundamentals, not the fundamentals, but like things to do it like cooking or not just for women, but for men too, you know, just yeah, the basic yeah, yeah. needs to have to be in, to consider an adult or, you know, things like that. And, you know, you're just calling out everybody. So like, just be on your own thing and become better versions of yourself. Like Mark said. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Think, like you said, he, I don't think he articulated it correctly to a point where people, you know, being a public figure, you say something like that, you know, it's going to be media is going to eat that up and, break it all out of context yeah so, yeah I think that's what you're getting now yeah um again uh cam newton was not wrong in this in this situation at all so yeah i um also i do disagree with your point about uh him when it comes to uh the court uh What's it? What am I working? Looking Being a for? good quarterback. Yeah, I, th- I still, I still think he belongs as a starter. I think, I still think he can bring a lot to a team. It's, I still think he helps a ton. And like you have, I agree with you, uh, the point of him uh, helping out young quarterbacks for sure. He definitely helps out young quarterbacks. He's uh, Cam Newton's a very pr- uh, proven player in the NFL. Won that MVP. Um, yeah, he's a solid player. I still think I still think he's a starter though. So yeah. Who would you think he'd start at? If you were to give him a team, if you were to put him on an NFL team right now, where do you think he'd have that that chance to really prove himself? He could prove him. I mean, he could prove himself in Carolina. Do you think he has a chance? There's definitely a chance, yeah. There's definitely a chance. So you would pick Cam Newton over Baker Mayfield if you I mean, had the opportunity. If that I mean, hmm. hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think this through. Um, Hold on. If I mean, presuming Baker Mayfield doesn't go to the Panthers, I think he starts there for sure. What about Seattle? Could you see Seattle? Yes. Mm, that's an interesting take. Because I don't think Drew Locke is it either. So they need something out there as well. Yeah. Cam Newton would fit in Seattle for sure. Uh, yeah. Do you think he gets the, the ball to DK and lock it? Like, do you think he could work with those guys? Yes, he would. He could definitely work with those guys for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, uh, guys. Uh, do you have anything else on this situ- on uh, the Cam Newton situation? No, no, that's it. I think. All right, good, cool. Now let's go to the Washington Commander situation. This is crazy. Uh, What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a good word to describe it. It's just, it's just wild. I, I don't understand. When I think about this whole situation, the first thing that comes to mind to me is that the NFL just investigated the Washington um, commanders and and their football organization. And it may have been for a different purpose, but they had all of the communications and whatnot, and they didn't find anything about this. Um, So it's just like so hard to believe. And if it is true that they were, um, you know, keeping a separate book and stealing money from 
um, ticket sales and allocating it towards other funds and, and yeah. keeping keeping that as extra revenue. That is really messed up. Um, and I think it would call for some serious like some serious calls into the like NFL's um, overall like guiding principles and how they how they monitor these teams and and whatnot. Um, I think that there needs to be a little bit more transparency. I think that's been the NFL's biggest problem really since, since they've been starting to get criticized in like early 2015, as long as I can remember, is the NFL is just not really clear in their practices and why they make the decisions that they do and the internal communications that go on and how teams run themselves. So it'll be interesting. I think that if you ask me my personal opinion on the owner of the Washington Redskins, I think that he is not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree with you. I agree with you, Mark. I, I agree with you there. <laughs> Dan Snyder needs to uh, get out of Washington. I, yeah. He needs to get out of there. Yeah. Alex. I mean, when you hear something like this, I think it just kind of breaks the trust between the fan base and the team, you know, and that's one of the biggest you know, ticket sales is a huge revenue booster for any team, you know, and you want people coming to your games. But when you get a story out that there's a possibility that the owner of the team was taking money from that, you know, it's in a separate account. It's like, do you really want to support a team that does that, you know, or like the owner that does that? So, I mean, it should be an interesting next couple, couple months or weeks, you know, get more, like shed more light on this. But I mean, just coming out of a recent investigation, you know, it's, Kind of crazy that they didn't, that, you know, they found this after the fact, you know. Yeah, it's the NFL's worst nightmare, honestly. Like, yeah, <laughs> two within back to back like time time frames, a single organization's causing you so much trouble. Not to mention that Roger Goodell is allegedly one of the people that was defrauded. He had two season tickets in his name, and one of their practices was that they were like trying to do everything in their power to not refund people's like security deposit. So you had to put like 10% down for your seat at the beginning of the season before you even buy your season tickets. And then we're looking for ways to not have to pay the people back that 10%. And one of the people yeah. in the list that they found was Roger Goodell who had two tickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they got him too. Nuts. Yeah. That's fun. That's messed up. Yeah. There's also, uh, there's a tweet on the Pat, hang on. It's on the Pat McAfee show. I just want to read some stuff. For everyone, uh, hang on. Let me go pull this up. Okay, there's a there's a tweet from Ari Mirov from at My Sports Update. It was the tweet was displayed on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, and it had said the tweet said uh, former Washington Commanders VP uh, Jason Friedman told the oversight committee that the commanders had two sets of books and intentionally allocated NFL revenue to non NFL events at FedEx field concerts college games so that it wouldn't be part of the NFL's revenue sharing pool and also the tweet or kind of I guess the tweet under that said the U.S. House Oversight Committee has sent a 20-page federal letter to the Federal Trade Commission saying that the Washington, saying the Washington commanders and owner Daniel Snyder may have engaged in a troubling, long-running, and potentially unlawful pattern of financial conduct. Um, it's crazy. Uh, and also, from Warren Sharp. This is also on the Pat McAfee show. It had said, whoa, this is big. For the last decade since 2012, Dan Snyder has underreported ticket revenue per the investigation. He has he raised prices and categorized surplus revenue as bogus licensing fees related to concerts slash college football games to prevent sharing with other owners. Um, and this is, I guess this is part of the investigation. It said, according to information and documents obtained by the committee, for over a decade, commanders, executives may have uh, commanders, executives may have withheld millions of dollars in refundable security deposits owed to customers upon the expiration of their multi-year seat leases 
and may have taken steps to prevent customers from collecting these deposits. According to a former team executive, the commanders failed to properly refund those security deposits intentionally and took various steps to retain as much of that money as possible. Documents indicate that as of 2016, the team may have retained up to $5 million in deposits from approximately 2,000 customers. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, again, Dan Snyder should be gone from uh, the Washington Commanders. He should be gone. What do you guys think? He's a shady character. Yeah, he's a shady guy. I mean, you can tell when you look at him, if you're, if we're being honest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looks like someone who does stuff under the table, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. And I mean, if I'm he not... even got Roger Goodell, like, that, that doesn't look good on the NFL, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he's got to go, uh, Dan Snyder. All right. Uh, guys, what do you – do you have anything else on this situation? No. no? I'm All right. good. All right, cool. Now let's go to the Baker Mayfield situation. I know we uh, touched on Baker Mayfield earlier a bit. Uh, he said that he felt lied to and disrespected by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and he's also, he has also been linked with the Seahawks as well. So what do you guys think? I mean, he needs to leave Cleveland for sure. I mean, they, they kind of did him dirty there, you know, Yeah. telling him one thing, him wanting it, and then kind of going behind his back and doing something completely different. And then also wanting to keep him at the same time. So it's kind of weird that they're playing that role and that they're taking that stance, but he needs to go find a new home, you know, show. I mean, he's, he's a good quarterback. You know, he doesn't, model citizen you know he's not a problem child you know a great person in the community good leader um plays even through injury you know he had a shoulder injury all throughout the season and he still played through it you know kind of shows his heart you know and that he wants to play football so yeah think, yeah for sure you know, let him play football but somewhere else because he's not going to want to be a backup for the Browns. yeah uh mark yeah i would agree with that i think um I don't really have much more to add on it. I think that Baker's a great guy. Um, I think that, you know, he might rub some people off the wrong way. I get that he's passionate, um, as all passionate people are. Kobe rubbed people off the wrong way. He was passionate. Not saying that Baker and Kobe are anywhere near the same person or same stature, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just that passionate people tend to piss people off. Um, but yeah. I, I, I think that I think that this was more of a reflection on how poorly the Browns organization is run um, than, uh, than a reflection at all on the skill level or the leadership of Baker Mayfield. Um, I wish, I wish that he would be quiet, but I understand why he wants to go out and tell his story and how important that is in today's, um, you know, social media landscape yeah, yeah. of being able to control your own narrative. Um, so I, I think I'll just, I'll be interested to see where he starts the season next year. I know he'll probably be in a rough situation compared to Cleveland. Um, so I, I'll, I'll definitely be rooting for him. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Alex. No, that's, that's all I got. You know. All right. Cool. Mark, anything else? No, I'm good. Thank you. All right, cool. You're welcome. All right. Now let's go to Ohio State honors Dwayne Haskins at spring college football game. Uh, thank you to Ohio State for doing this. Uh, I mean, at he uh Dwayne uh Dwayne Haskins was an absolute legend at Ohio State. He absolutely tore it up there. Mm -hmm. Uh he was picked in the first round out of there out of Ohio State as well. Uh it's really sad that he lost his life so young and so early. So yeah, it's a, it's a great thing that Ohio state did that. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad that Dwayne Haskins is no longer with us again. Uh, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins, uh, thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
All right. Do you guys have anything else? I mean, I remember that um, the, the season after he had that insane season with Ohio State. Yeah, um, yeah. The Giants were looking to get a quarterback. Um, and I, I really wanted him, to be honest with you. He was the guy I thought they were going to pick, but they obviously won DJ. Um, yeah. And, man, like, he was, a, he was a menace at Ohio State. It's unfortunate, you know, that he didn't really get a shot in the NFL, or he at least he did, and, you know, some things just didn't work out. But at the end of the day, he was a phenomenal quarterback. And, you know, I can I seem like a great person, and it's just really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That happened because, sure. I mean, was the story that he he tried to cross in the highway, right? Like, if I'm yeah, read the report, yeah. It's, it's Wait, sad. let me let me let's check that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. But Ohio State did a good thing in 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 remembering him and you know. Yeah, I love seeing yeah. CJ Stroud wearing wearing his jersey out there. Um, yeah, he, yeah. Dwayne was a legend. He was. Um, I I was lucky enough to see him play once actually. Oh wow! I got yeah. to go see. Um, I got to go see Ohio State versus Michigan in in um, at the Big House in Michigan, which was awesome. And um, he he took care of business, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> just just like the guys that came before him, he took care of business. But yeah, yeah, that wasn't that was in his breakout year, and it was awesome to watch. Um, yeah, he was such a, he was just such a great guy. He was always very happy, and I, I know that even in the times where he was getting a lot of trouble and um, you know, with with the team or the media, um, just was giving him a hard time for not performing the way he should have been or that they thought he should have been. Um, that, that he never really let that get him down and he was always a great teammate and even a better yeah, person yeah. through all that so that just goes to speak to his character i think um and, and the type of leader that Dwayne was yeah yeah for sure it's nice well mark it's nice that you got uh that you got to see him play it's really cool yeah. definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Canyon of an arm i remember it <laughs> yeah he did he really missiles did. back in Ohio state <laughs> yeah but it's Alex, it's also crazy that he um, he could have he could have ended up with the Giants too. Yeah, I mean that's that whole draft. You know, we were we were definitely drafting a quarterback, but it was about who we were drafting. So yeah, yeah, he was on my you know radar because because of his arm strength, and I mean he wasn't the fastest, but I mean he just had a a, a crazy arm. Yeah, that was yeah. Really it that I that I took from his play because. You know, you don't see that often. So, you know, but I mean, things happen and yeah, you know, had a yeah. great career at Ohio State. And it's good that they, they did what they did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's also, uh, there's also an article saying Ohio State pays tribute to Dwayne Haskins at spring game. Uh, it's by 10 TV web staff and it says uh, in the article, that Haskins was killed April 9th when he was hit by a dump truck while he was walking on the South Florida highway. The quarterback was there to work out with his Pittsburgh Steelers teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because it really had a chance in in Pittsburgh too, you know, and it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, guys, do you have anything else on uh, on Ohio State honors Dwayne Haskins at spring college football game? Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. All right, cool. Now let's go to Sammy Watkins to the Packers. Um, I like this move a lot. I think it adds another solid receiving target for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, it's a great move overall. I think the deal's one, one year, year four million let yeah i think it's one year four million we can uh, back check that um i mean good move if they need weapons they lost yeah let's, they lost Devontae adams probably yeah. the best receiver in the nfl so 
I mean, not Sammy Watkins is nowhere near that type of talent at this point in his career. So, but it's a good move because they yeah, need yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to see him even go a step further and try and get a receiver in the first round this year because the receiver class is so talented. Um, I think that. I think that's been Aaron Rodgers' biggest like kind of feud with the Packers over the, the past few years is t- talent around him other than Devontae. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Also, wait. It says uh, the, con- uh, the contract for Sammy Watkins is one year, four million. Uh, yeah, one year, four million, average annual salary of four million. Uh, yeah. So hopefully they get a weapon, another weapon in the draft, you know, because yeah, they, like you said, Mark, they don't, they don't help him out there. That's, that's been his biggest problem with the Packers is not getting enough weapons. And it's, I mean, he knew that it was either him or Devonte staying in, in green Bay. So I think he's understanding that, you know, the players around him may not be what he expected. Um, but I mean, he signed up for that. So they should definitely yeah. help him out. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a great ad for the Packers. And yeah, hopefully it works out for Sammy Watkins in Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mark, Alex, anything else on Sammy Watkins to the Packers? Mm-mm. All right, cool. Now let's go to Stefan Gilmore to the Colts. Uh, this is a great move by the Colts. It bolsters their defense a lot so it's a great move we have to let's check his contract as well uh stefan gilmore um 14 million two years oh two-year 23 million dollar contract that includes 14 million dollars guaranteed yeah um yeah oh two years 23 million Four, uh, 14 guarantee, 14 million guarantee, average annual salary of 11.5 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great move by the Colts. Uh, it really bolsters their defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, he's a top cornerback in the league. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, wait, we also had Rocky Yassin go to the Raiders. Uh, yeah, Rocky scene uh, went to the Raiders too. So, uh, yeah, it, it really helps out. The Stefan Gilmore to the Colts is a great uh, move uh, by the Colts. It adds, he's already part of a really stacked defense. Uh, it's yes. great. It's great to see him in Indianapolis, and hopefully, it works out for him in, in Indianapolis for Stefan Gilmore in, in in Indianapolis. So, yeah, Mark, Alex, uh, that's it. I'm good. Mark, what do you think? Mark, can you repeat that? Sorry. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, can you repeat that? What do you think of uh, Stefan Gilmore to the Colts? Yeah, okay, sorry. Um, I think that's a good move for them. I think the Colts already have a packed defense, a solid defense, um, so it'll be interesting. I think that uh, I think that the AFC is going to be very tough next year. Yeah, the AFC is going to be absolutely nuts next year for sure. Yeah. Who did the Colts sign as quarterback? Uh, they had my, Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. Yeah, they they okay. traded for him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be a contender next year for sure. With that with Gilmore coming on their team, that like you said it holsters their defense, you know, makes them a lot stronger than it it was last year, which is already very good. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be a fun football season. Because every team seems to be getting mm. better and better. <laughs> Definitely. And Jonathan Taylor is a beast already. So Yeah, yeah. 
it, it'll be fun to watch the Colts. I, I really like the Colts. They're one of my favorite teams. Yeah, me too, for sure. And they're in a really bad division. So, I mean, they got the Titans, but the Texans and the Jaguars, they, they should be they should be on top of that division next year, I think. Yep. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the Colts should do really well in that division, for sure. All right, uh, guys, do you have anything else? Nope. That's it. That's All right, it. cool. Uh, now let's go to XFL partners with NFL to scout and train possible players for the XFL season in, 20, in 2023. Uh, this is great. This is a great opportunity for the XFL. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm not really too familiar with the XFL, to be honest with you. Um, but I mean, if it, if it drives excitement for the game, I mean, it, it shouldn't be a bad thing. And, you know, you obviously want talent around the league, um, specifically that league. So having scouters and trainers, you know, helping out that situation would be ideal for, for them because they want talent on the field. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Definitely. I agree. Anything to help grow the sport of football. Um, I'm not too familiar with the XFL either, but, you know, helping get more talent on the field does nothing but good things for the NFL in general, helping, you know, scout players that maybe wouldn't have gotten NFL chance before that turn out to be studs and then get an NFL chance out of it. Kind of like what the G G league's becoming for the NBA. That that would be a great uh, opportunity. Yeah. It's also, the partnerships also with the NFL Alumni Academy, which is like, yeah, it's a, it's it's great. It's going to help grow the game for sure. And yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for both the XFL and the NFL. I mean, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, will you uh, guys anything else? No, no, that's it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, We have now we have uh, Dean Blandino comes back to XFL's VP of officiating. This is great as well. What do you guys think? I mean, he's a great, great, uh, great insight on you know the refereeing of football. So I mean, if they can get the rules correct and get someone who knows what they're doing, again, it grows the game of football. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely, I agree with that. I'll defer. I'm not too um, familiar on the topic. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but it's great to see. Yeah, it's great to see uh, Dean Blandino in the XFL. And like you, Alex, like you said, his uh, football refereeing knowledge is amazing. Like football. Yeah. Like officiating knowledge is amazing. So he's yeah. a great analyst for for Fox. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So great stuff there. So yeah, guys, do you have anything else? No. Nope. All right. Cool. Now let's go to the NFL free agency situation. What do you guys take away from free agency? I mean, it's been a roller coaster <laughs> free agency that I, Absolutely. Like, I've seen in a long, long time. Um, yeah. Honestly, ever, to be honest with you, because it seems like everyone is just moving to different locations, you know, new homes, new, new atmospheres. So it's, it's going to be a fun season this year, I think. We're going to see a lot of a lot of contenders pop out of you know the woodwork and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun yeah absolutely i agree with you on that alex for sure mark definitely i think um it was a wild free agency and uh, i'll give you i'll give you a wild prediction to go with it for next season all right i'm gonna cool. make a wild prediction that the chiefs do not make the playoffs next year really um, yeah, just I, I, feel, I, I feel like their division, the Raiders got way better, the Broncos got way better, even the Chargers got way better. Um, I don't even see them, you know, I think that Juju Smith-Schuster is not um, a solid not enough. 
Yeah, I don't think he's a solid enough addition to the loss of Tyreek Hill either. So I think that we'll see Kansas City lose a lot of one-score games next season and barely miss the playoffs. Um, and I think we'll see the Raiders make it again and possibly the Chargers. Maybe even the Broncos. Who knows? It'll be yeah. interesting. You know, when I looked at the the Chiefs last season, it kind of seemed like they kind of figured out Patrick Mahomes a little bit, you know, in terms of getting him out the pocket, making him, you know, keep making him do more than he has to do. And, you know, it's interrupting his game a little bit, it seems like. So mm-hmm. I can definitely see the Chiefs not making the playoffs with the division that they're, that they're in, you know, and the, the talent that they let go and other teams brought in. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy to see. And definitely. That, that 10 year, $500 million contract is slowly looking like, all right, <laughs> you know, well, if he, I mean, he's a great quarterback, but you know, yeah, with all the teams, I, even more stacked, it's going to become harder and harder to build that yeah. team. I, I have to say something. I, I think the Chiefs still make the playoffs. I think they're, they're so good. I think they still make the playoffs. And I think Juju does very well for them. We hope so, because he does get injured a lot. You know, he has yeah, his I, issues. And a lot of people think he's a publicity publicity stunt, you know, and like doing all the TikTok dances and not having his mind on football. But he seems like a very passionate player. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how it works out. Definitely. Yeah. And I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they did make the playoffs. Pat Mahomes is a beast. So yeah. um, that's just my crazy prediction. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, another thing. What's it called? It was uh, hold on. It was with uh, another great thing is that um, Terrell Owens caught a touchdown in his uh, fan-controlled football league debut, which is awesome. So, guys, what do you think? Yeah, T.O. scoring that touchdown, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, yeah. That was cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this league. I'm going to – I'll be a fan if it, if it keeps producing some cool moments like us seeing T.O. on the field. Um, yeah, for sure. It's fun to watch. Yeah, Absolutely. You know damn well when T.O. gets hit, he's not getting back up. Why do you say that? I just think that he's – how old is he now? 47? I think he said 45. 45? (laughs) Man, being a receiver in the NFL with the kind of talent that they have out there, I don't know. It's a whole different ballgame from just saying – He's 48. He's 48? Oh, my God. 48. (laughs) My God. One blindside tackle oh, over with. He's in a retirement home. He's, that's a retirement home. That's that's a back injury, you know, a hip injury, and it's just going to be over with. So, I mean, being in the NFL is a whole different game. He knows that he's he's a legend, you know, and I don't think I don't think realistically if he was in his prime, he would think that a 48-year-old man could still be in the league. You know, Tom Brady is just a whole different – different animal you know you, you can't compare anyone to that so i don't know i don't think it would work out for him if he came back to the league or i think it does i think it does yeah you think he still has the the potential the talent absolutely yeah i don't know about that it would be interesting for sure i don't think it happens because i don't think anyone's willing to take that risk but i mean if it does it's cool but like i said one bad yeah. hit and Mm-hmm. over with i see what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. uh well is there anything else okay, hold on hold on but i did recently see a video with him and um the youtuber de- destroying he looked good terrell owens Not... is definitely in shape so yeah I'm, for sure for sure be wrong but you know he he looks like he's uh he can play whenever but then again you know he being that age and the, the, the type of talent that the NFL has now it's doesn't doesn't seem possible. Hmm. I still think he has it for sure. But, <laughs> but, all right. Uh, 
I think that's pretty much it. Guys, do you have anything else no. uh, you want to add? Nothing that I can think of. All right, cool. Uh, guys, uh, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was fun to talk some football with you guys. It was fun. Thank you for having us, man. It You're was welcome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having yeah. us, Mike. I had a welcome. blast talking about football. You're welcome. Thank you. You guys are welcome back anytime. All right, for sure. We'll definitely plan that. All right, for sure, man. All right. Uh, you guys take care. Uh, also, there's a uh, happy Easter to anyone who's celebrating Easter. Hopefully it goes well for you and your family. Uh, yeah, uh, you guys take care. Have a nice Easter. You too, man. Happy families. Easter. Hope you have thank a good you, time thank with you. your family. Um, enjoy it. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll see you Tuesday if you're at the game. All right. I think, yeah, we should, uh, what's it called? I should be able to make that. I should be able to make that. And um, for anyone uh, that doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a Cubs game that's like kind of with our study abroad class, class in London. So like... We're going to a Cubs game. If anyone, if for the people that make it, they make it. For the people that can't make it, they can't go to, they're not going to go to it. So, yeah. So that's for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. So, yeah. All right. Uh, guys, uh, take care, guys. Have a good one. Uh, Mark, Alex, you, you guys take care. Have a good one. Uh, guys, take care. Yeah, right. thanks, Mike. Uh, You're welcome. And, and I just want to close it off by saying Blake Bortles is the the boat, the best of all time, the boat, um, and he deserves a he deserves a second chance in the QB, and being a QB in the NFL, you know. I agree. Aaron Rodgers, I think he's the goat. Really, Blake Bortles. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace do, out, guys. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Keep going. Wait, Mark. I do think Blake Bortles does deserve a second chance, though. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. That's all right. Another, another time all right. Another day, you know. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, you guys take care. All right, have a good one. All right, all right have Mark, a good thank one. You thank us. you. Peace. All right, thank you. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>